3: This is He Said, ella Vijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind
2: Sanchez. Uh, hi,
4: hola. Welcome to He Said, ella dijo, season two. I want to jump into
3: media, which is so not my world. That's like your world. We've talked about not really. I don't yeah, do we've that. We've talked that about anymore. this on the podcast. Oh no, we've
4: we I mean, we've, we've
3: touched on this, but I had.
0: I don't know where Eric comes from saying, I have
4: a reading with a medium tomorrow because I want to connect with my dad. And I was like,
0: what? Yeah. You have a, what? a reading with a medium? It's
3: a f- Like a friend of ours who we work with um, as well, he was like, after my dad passed, he said, look, I'm, I'm going to put you in contact with this medium, Rebecca Ferry, and I want you to contact her. but You got to give it a year. You got to give it one year till after your dad has passed. And I was like, let me just do it now. He's like, no, a year. So a year later, I reached out and said, let me have her number. I I wasn't going to do this, but let me just do it um and i just had a phone call just a phone call with her and there is without question no doubt in my mind that she was speaking to my father because there's no way she would have known the things that she knew
4: How are you a believer now how do you feel about that experience because oh. you're usually a skeptic and you're like i don't know if i believe in that why you do what do you do, do you it do was that?
3: very overwhelming i mean really? listen i mean you start right off the bat she was like are you dealing with paperwork are you dealing with things regarding uh i don't know what I, we, she's piecing it together and she's like a trust and i was like yeah matter of fact i am i'm you know i'm the trustee and i have to deal with this whole entire process and and she starts to continue going down the path. And she goes, the person I'm talking with, and and for those of you who don't know, my dad passed away of cancer, but he also got this other illness called myasthenia gravis that prevented him from being able to breathe properly because the muscles in his throat weren't functioning, so he couldn't breathe. Um, And the first thing she said is, the person I'm talking with, she goes, he's telling me right now he can breathe for the first time in a long time. That's the first thing she says. And she would never, ever, even if she Googled my name, know these details. So it goes on and on from that to my dad apologizing to me and telling him how thankful he is of how I'm handling this trust, which is true. Because like it's been a very stressful process and he felt bad um, that we should, he wished we would have been able to talk a lot more, which is something my dad kept telling me he was trying to schedule. We wanted to have time to actually have a conversation. Every single thing you could imagine she was spot on to the point that <laughs> he, he basically, she, she targeted my, one of my dad's best friends, who I was making a TV show about, but my dad and his best friend who traveled the country together. And my dad had a, had a gun that he wanted to leave his best friend, a uh, classic gun that he had. And she, w- without me saying anything, said the name John. Who is that? I said my dad's best friend. You're supposed to give him something, is it a gun? I said, yes, I have it in my garage, I can't mail the gun. So she goes, okay, he wants to make sure that he gets it at some point. And that's it, that's the story of your dad and the gun. I was like, wow, of John and the gun. So he went to that little bit, I can't breathe, to one of my dad's dogs, um, sadly passed away uh, a few weeks ago, and we were really devastated by that. It was a rescue that he rescued from Puerto Rico. Um, who was then placed with another family after my dad passed, and Rosalind was super devastated, and I said, you know, now we were both devastated, but I said, you know, maybe Shadow's back home with my dad, um, up in heaven. And while she's doing the reading, and we've already narrowed in on it, that's my dad, she goes, like, oh, your dad's up there with his mom, Kay, she was the first one to greet him when he got there, and a dog. That's, that's intense. So, <laughs> again... She knew things that it is impossible to know. I mean, it was... It overall, I mean, I could go on and on and on. It was 30 minutes of non-stop. My, nonstop. my dad didn't stop talking to her, which that's how my dad was. Um, took her on travels throughout the country of things he liked to do. Oh, that, not to mention, Sebi had, a, Sebi, uh, Sebi had a tennis tournament. She did really well in it. And he had told the lady, my granddaughter is very sporty, very athletic. And by the way, she needs new shoes right away and without her knowing a thing said we had a tennis tournament she had just finished playing in the finals as soon as she walked off the court she said to rosa and i my toes are killing me my shoes are too small i need
4: new shoes I need
3: new shoes." and we bought new shoes the night before i had to talk with the medium <coughs> and the medium said your dad said that she needs new shoes and uh,
4: there's no way there's no way that this woman would have known anything about anything you, know, you <laughs> even know she could
3: have only known that my dad Pat, if you googled me the only thing it would tell you is that my dad is
4: deceased yeah it doesn't say anything specific no, no specifics she was talking about specifics is it, i wonder how i wonder how how does god decide who to give that gift that ability to be able to connect with the that realm you know to the, the, the spiritual world to be able to be able to know about the future and the past, like how how do you develop? Because you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of philosophies that say that we all have have that in, in us. You know, and you just have to educate yourself and work at it. I don't know how you you can tap it, you know, so it manifests, so you can become psychic in your own life. You just gave a great idea. Right.
3: I'm gonna see if I can if I can talk to Rebecca and see if she would come on the podcast because these are great questions to ask her.
4: You're right. You're so smart.
3: Sometimes I am. Wow. That's gonna be one of the next things We're going to try to make that happen. That'd be an amazing guest. To ha- I have no idea. I mean she's a very in demand uh, medium. And so I, I
4: know, know a lot of people they she don't might. believe, you know, in the Bible if you're a Christian, you know, you don't you're not supposed to que se dice. um but but the reality is, you know, like if you ask my mom, my mom is completely against it because she's very She's a Christian and she doesn't believe in any of it. But it's undeniable that people have this ability, this gift, this curse, however you want to call it, um, to be able to know these things. And it's crazy to me. There's a lot of them that are full of shit. You know, and they're just giving your money and they don't know what you're talking about. They're just right on. How how does that happen? Let's ask her. Yeah, can you invite me? Yeah, I hope food? I can get
3: her on. I hope I can get it wrong. Are you, and, are
4: you gonna do it again?
3: Yeah, we well, are supposed to th- <laughs> no, I have to fit. I we, we had booked an hour and so much information came out in thirty minutes that she said to me, why don't we take a beat and come revisit this in two weeks? Um and I'll be interested to hear because you know, we just got back from going up to Big Bear and my dad is buried up there as one of his favorite places. So it um I'm sure she's gonna know all about our trip to Big Bear, which was I uh, you know. On a completely different ship, but again one of my dad's favorite places, but um, was a blast. I know you don't like being mountain girl, but we got to go fishing. Can you believe it? The kids love the mountains, so we have an
4: opportunity to go away again on a little mini vacation with the kids. And Eric's idea is to go fishing. It was incredible. Yes, uh, Sabella Ike.
3: says, you might be a beach girl. But She says, I'm a mountain girl. A
4: mountain and then now Dylan uh, says, I'm said, a mountain she boy. She says that just to go against uh, me. Because she knows that I would much rather just go to uh, Laguna or the, the Montage. Or
3: It is so great to be out <laughs> on a crisp lake. <laughs> and she's
4: going to take us to, to freaking catch fish and then throw them back in the water. Which is mortifying because I feel like we're hurting them. We hurt it's them before little, you put them back no, in the freaking water. Minute, so now they swim. have a horrible life because no, now they're injured.
3: When you cut your finger, do you have a horrible life?
4: Yeah, it sucks for a couple of weeks. A
3: couple of weeks. So they have a little bit of a of a boo-boo for a couple of weeks, and they get to go back and Ever, swim. Whatever.
4: Anyways, it was a I'll great make, trip. The, You know what, the reason I'm going to suck it up and do it is because I do recognize that she loved it the first time, and the second time. So, because my kids love it, I'm going to
3: love I it. I just wish you all could see Roslyn in the great outdoors it's like if you watch the movie the great outdoors old classic what
4: do, um, you, what organic, do you mean organic, right? what
3: do you mean it, you're just way out of your element what
4: do you mean
3: you are you're way out of your element why because you i mean like you being on a lake on a boat i mean hiking you're okay with a little but then one little random animal goes by and it's like freak out i just want to see the lizards oh
4: my god
3: you're just not. You're a beach girl. You're an island girl.
4: Take me to Madrid.
3: All right. Well, we got a great. Take guest. me to
4: Australia. <laughs> I want to see like safari, like dress like safari style, and you know, and the big jeep and things South like Africa, that. That's Africa. You said Australia. No, South Africa, I said Africa. Oh, you did. I did.
3: I heard Australia. <laughs> right,
4: well, do, that'd Australia.
3: Be the I, that'd be the outback. So
4: take me to the outback. You just instead of
3: lost everybody here like i said, I, she said I don't remember africa maybe you did i heard australia so.
4: anyways we have a fabulous guest today you want to talk a little bit about danny
3: pino, danny pino. uh you know an actor has been working on everything over the years <laughs> currently on mayans on fx um and the new movie dear evan hansen which is coming out soon um we're going to be chatting with him this is going to be great um happily married for a long time kids
4: two kids two boys so stay tuned
1: okay hey everybody scott patterson uh we are going to have a milo ventimiglia on the podcast today and we are dropping the episode immediately we are very excited to have him he's a he's an old and dear friend And uh, he gave us uh, he gave us some time, which is he doesn't have any time, but he gave us some time and we really, really, really appreciate it. So we're going to do this interview with Milo uh, and we're going to drop it immediately as soon as we can get it all cobbled together. This crack team I have and we're just very, very excited about it. So anyway, listen to my podcast. I am all in right now on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts and everywhere you listen to podcasts.
5: hola what's going on guys good to see you
4: good to see you too thank you for joining us
5: oh thank you for the invite (laughs) is this
3: is this the mayans look is that are you are you back you wear a full beard goatee
5: when you're with mayans you know i i can't confirm or deny anything oh
4: my goodness (laughs) okay okay it looks great though it does it's awesome really
5: lily hates it man
4: no, it looks good. The a little
5: salt. How you say? Salt, salt and
4: pepper? Salt and pepper. pepper. Salt
5: yeah. and pepper gives yeah. you, you know? Gives and you, you, you grow a nice full beard. That's hard it, to do. It is big. Yeah, well, I have nothing to do with it. You know, I just I just have general apathy, and it grows even faster. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's amazing. Yeah. OK, so Danny, óyeme. Mm. vamos a hablar Dime. un poquito de todo, OK? Por
5: favor. Quiero okay.
4: empezar desde el principio. Wow. Childhood. Growing up in Miami. Mm. How was that? As a Cuban-American.
5: Miami I mean I it was a beautiful place to grow up um I am the second eldest of five boys No way Yeah five boys Yeah five boys yeah yeah I know my poor mother uh she deserves uh a huge bronze statue uh but yeah I mean it, I was kind of it was a very for me a very you know uh typical Innocent upbringing, you know, in Miami being Cuban American, you know, I spoke Spanish first. Claro que, que en, mi, en mi casa con mi abuela y mis padres hablando español, yeah. eh, llegando a la escuela sin poder hablar inglés, you know, and then all of a sudden learning English and being, you know, the tidal wave of English that, that, you know, my, my generation and generations probably after me experience where it overwhelms your Spanish in a way uh with television and radio and music mm-hmm. and novels and you know it just it, it becomes like a, a fight for bandwidth you know when it comes mm-hmm. to language um but now i played baseball growing up and i uh, loved art i loved to draw uh very very close to my family and uh, to my brothers uh who are all still in miami And you're the only one
4: that is part of the entertainment business of all the five kids, the five boys. You're the only
5: one. No, my youngest uh, brother, uh, Paco, is a musician. He goes under Pino Grillo and he's a fantastic writer and musician, but he's also uh, an English teacher, a high school English teacher and a fantastic teacher at that. Uh, But, uh, you know, I had the pleasure of directing a music video for him years ago and I was like, he, he's so much. He's so much better than me as an actor. Forget about a musician. Just as an actor, oh I, I will go. I will go in and be like, "Hey, Paco, think about this. What if you did it this way, right?" And then I walk away, and it become this whole other thing. That even though the note allowed, uh, his, like gave him the permission to go somewhere else. He found this other form of expression. So I would say he's probably like when it comes to artistry. You know, to pick up a guitar in your twenties and mm-hmm. decide to become a musician—that uh, that takes a lot of guts and and yeah. and I think uh, a lot of creativity. So, what was
3: the the childhood dream for you? Was it baseball? Was that like the goal, or was it always acting for you?
5: I, I'm a dreamer, man. I mean i I had so many dreams. You know i I loved football too, um, but I never really played it because there was always a choice between being in rehearsal and being at practice. And, and that happened you know, with football and with baseball. Um, but you know, I had, I had ideas, illusions of being a lawyer. Um, I, I loved to draw and the idea of creating things you know, led me to maybe wanna be an architect or an engineer, which I studied my first year of college. Uh, and then the equations got way too long and I was like, I think I'm gonna be an actor. <laughs> you want to be an actor, man. Yeah.
3: I mean, you made the right decision. You've been nonstop. I mean, from cold case and, and all you, you just don't stop working. But you it has um caused you to travel a bit, right? Because you went to New York for a while when you did Law and Order, you were over there. Yeah. Cold case was here, right?
5: Yeah, cold case was in Los Angeles. I think that's around the time that we met, right? I think we met right around uh without a trace. Rosanna? Without a trace? I think yeah. so, yeah. I think because we were on the same lot, we weren't yeah. very far away from each other. Yeah, and I kept trying to plot things to do to Enrique Murciano. Enrique, the, ¿cómo está Enrique? Hace años,
4: ¿cómo está Enrique? Está bien, insistir. Sí. No,
5: yo lo, yo lo vi en yeah. Key Biscayne eh, uh-huh. hace como un par de años, and he looked great, he looked great. Sí,
4: yeah, pe- pe- pescando, en el yate pescando estaba.
5: He's a free spirit, man. He's, I you know, know, Enrique. Enrique is such a talented guy. and such a generous guy. Uh, but I saw him in Scan. I think he is still working. Yeah.
4: Okay. Yeah, I think I should call yeah, him. I I him. He, so he was bad. awesome. He's I, awesome. he's, I love him. He was, he was, he's fantastic. He what you Enrique, Enrique como otra cosa. You know, <laughs> he exactly. like, lives in a world of his own. It's, like, it's the funniest
3: thing, but God bless him. When you did uh, Law and & Order and had to go to New York, did the whole family go? Was that No, a big no question. That's,
5: That's always a factor in the decisions, uh, you know, the business creative decisions that I make. It's probably one of the leading factors, if not the number one, is how is this decision, how is this choice going to affect my family and the dynamics, right? Um, But my kids were very, very young. Uh, Luca was going into kindergarten and uh, Julian was going into uh, preschool, into the fours. And so it was... New York is a very challenging place with, you know, young, young kids, but the move was uh, wasn't as difficult because they weren't, you know, in high school or in middle school with a set group of friends and teachers and routine. It was much more uh, malleable to be able to go from, you know, one coast to the other. Uh, And they love New York. You know, they're my kids. My kids are pretty great, man. I mean, they're you put them in a situation you're like, you know, we'll see how it goes and they, they adapt pretty well. So yeah, but we- well, Are they
4: homeschooled,
5: Danny? Are they homeschooled or escuela? No, escuela. So we banal found, escuela. yeah, the way we, we did it was that we found the school in New York first and then we okay. moved into the neighborhood so that it would be easy. Cause you know, you guys know the time that you spend on set, especially on a procedural, especially for yeah. SBU, you're just, you're, you're virtually in every scene so I needed it to try and I need to try and figure out a way to make it as easy as possible for, for Lily, for my wife to be able to do that while I was working. Um, but you know, when people, people hear about spouses more often than not, when they're receiving an award and spouses get all, you know, get the, you know, thank you to you for everything that you do. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the minutiae is infinite. The, the amount of things that need to happen in order for me to be on set. And it, it, the reality is, is that Lily, Lily carried that entire move. And Lily carried for four years while I was on the show. She was the one who really muscled that New York City experience for my kids in order wow. to make SBU happen.
4: Wow. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's great that's beautiful that what you talk about Lily that's beautiful Seems she understood you know um, the kids are priority and my priority is going to be raising these kids well you know, so yeah that's
5: yeah no so, and, and especially because she has a master's degree and yeah. she's uh, probably 10 times smarter than me and, and really uh, you know took herself out of the job market in order to uh not only you know help raise our kids but uh to actualize the vision and the dream that i had as a kid so that selflessness is is something that i mean how do you pay that back Mm
4: -hmm.
5: that's every day to this day she's mom that's what
4: she's doing she's taking care of
5: Family. No, she's working again. She's already oh, she yeah, yeah. working, yeah, okay. uh, she is the director of admissions at ah. uh at a school out here in Los Angeles. Okay. Um and you know she's very happy being being back and stimulated and working with great people. Claro. And uh you know she's she's al- she always had that vision of going back to work. Uh
4: Luca and Julia tienen
5: cuántos años ahora? to enter in en high school.
4: Oh, they're yeah. okay, so grandecito. Okay, they're high school kids. Oh, what for that? whatever reason, I thought they were younger. Okay. No, 14 and
5: 15. Yeah. Ah, they're yeah. so unos
4: manganzona como se no, dice. No,
5: son unos unos hombresito. <laughs> Uno unos and,
3: and so now, you—I mean—the job would obviously have to, you know, depend. You're clearly working in LA, but you would take a job outside of LA if you had to, but it would not be a long-term deal like a movie or uh, maybe a miniseries. But you wouldn't go off for a full-blown series for nine months.
5: You know it. You know. You know it always depends, you know, it always depends on it. We, you know, we'd ha- we always weigh the pros and the cons. Uh, the boys now, because they're older, they weigh in on the decision too, because they're mm-hmm. members of the family. Uh, for instance, when, when we shot, and I say we, even though, you know, I was the one on set, when I say we shot, I, because we all make the decision. So we all yes. go and shoot something. So when we shot Dear Evan Hansen, it was in uh, Atlanta, and it was last year at around this time, you know, kind of during the height of the pandemic, and they were home, they were they were doing their uh, schooling from home, right? Yeah. So they were on Zoom and the whole thing. I wasn't homeschooling; they were enrolled in schools out here. And uh, I went to them and I said, "Look, this is the deal. I've been offered this opportunity to go to Atlanta," and I told them what the movie was about, what Mm -hmm. the musical was about. And they were like, oh, wow, that sounds really important for you to do. And I said, well, I'd really love to do it. And I'd love for you guys to come with me. And the pitch was, you wouldn't have to wake up at seven in the morning to attend your LA classes, you can wake up at 11, because you're on the East Coast. And so you can sleep in. And so they were, you know, at first, they were like, I don't know if I want to go to Atlanta. And as soon as I said, you get to sleep in, it was like, they looked. <laughs> they, yeah, they, they looked at each other, and they were like, <laughs>
4: <laughs> "That's so awesome!" So, talk to us about the movie. I know it opens September 24th, I believe, September right? September 24th, opens, yeah, in theaters. In theaters. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
5: cuéntame, cómo fue esa experiencia. Me imagino que en a música you were hallucinating, right? No, no, no. De verdad que hace tiempo que no he cantado. So it's been a while since I since I sang. Uh, you know, I've I've done musicals. You know, growing up. In fact, my my avenue into acting was through choir. You know, when I was in sixth grade, like I said, I did everything. I mean, I was in sports. I played pretty much every sport. Uh, I was interested in a lot of different things and drawing. And so I was in choir in sixth grade. And my, my choir teacher, Miss Asako Brummett, uh, a Japanese-American teacher, said, you know, we're going we're gonna to do a musical. We're going to do a play. And she cast me in this thing called The Tracers of the Lost parts of speech and there were nouns and verbs and adverbs and adjectives running around the stage <laughs> and it was, it was sixth grade right um but that kind of piqued my interest in it and uh there were a couple of teachers from a different performing arts middle school where i was going the following year who said that maybe i should pursue it and uh, i didn't go to those performing arts schools because i still had too many other interests but I pursued acting in middle school and from middle school, I kind of went away from the singing and I was doing, you know, I I still remember this one monologue that uh, a student who was in my class did. And I was like, I want to learn how to do that. Cause that was, that was impactful. I mm-hmm. I'll never forget that monologue. And so from that moment on, it was, you know, kind of, uh, a goal to learn how to do that—not necessarily to be a professional actor, but to learn how to do that. It was almost like magic. Somebody steps on stage, and the stage is empty, mm-hmm. and you're transported to another world just because the person on stage believes so much that that's where they are. Uh, and I, I just wanted to to learn, you know, how to do that. And then anyway, I, I went to uh, through high school with a lot of fantastic uh, actors. Um, and it wasn't a performing arts high school. We just happened to be in the, in the right place at the right time with a great wow. teacher, Mr. Venezia, Florida International University. I got a, a degree, um, uh, a BFA in acting and then went to NYU to get my master's degree in acting. Wow, right.
4: that's impressive. That's beautiful. Y veraca, el, el training para la película. Did mm-hmm. you have to, I'm assuming you went back to, you were coaching, singing, right? So Singing oh, yeah. classes on the whole thing. Oh, yeah, how no, many, how no. many months?
5: Of preparation, uh, months. It was it was more like weeks. I mean, it was probably probably about six weeks of of preparation. But you know, uh, I'd been singing for you know for a while. You know, uh, all the way through school. Um, my wife and I, who's Lily, who's an act, excuse me, an actor as well. Uh, we did uh, uh, Fiddler on the Roof together in in college and so she played huddle I played perchick and we sang oh, together wow. and um
4: How many years together, Danny?
5: Lillian i Since, since yeah. middle school, right? Uh, since middle school. So
4: yeah.
5: cuántos años es pico. pico. And
4: married oh, almost God. 10, am I right? No, like almost nine? 20.
3: Oh, No, 20, I'm sorry. Married 30, almost 20. 20 yeah. so married almost 20 but together since
5: since, since junior, junior high, since junior high, yeah. I mean, on and off okay. since junior high. I mean, we, you know, it wasn't. And that's how you
4: it, met. The, you met at school. You yeah, met we met in at school. High?
5: seventh grade. Mm-hmm. In Miami. In Miami. Y Lily también cubana. Lily's
4: Oh wow. The familia calena. Yeah. Good night. Yeah, no, night. we we
5: met we met in seventh grade, and she was interested in in theater, and I was interested in theater. She was in choir. I had since, like I said, left choir, but. You know, we were always we were always uh, interested in theater together. We had a lot of common interests, uh, but um, you know, yeah, we've yes. known each other for a while. You never ever went on a break? No, we all yeah, no, no, no. There's not. We always went on a break, but we went on breaks <laughs> often when we were. I mean, when we were younger. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, so like did junior we, that break, like, like, you know, Ross and Rachel. We were on a
3: break. Like they yeah. never had like from junior high to now. That's a long time, right? Yeah. If, did you ever have a break? Yeah. where you guys weren't, Yes. You
5: know, yes, we broke up a few times in, uh, middle school, a few times in high school. And then there was, a, there why? was a longer walk. <laughs> Cause because I'm stupid because, you know, I mean, instead <laughs> he's a never, guy in his teens. <laughs> that's it, man. I mean, there's, there's, you know, that, that's, that's about as simple as I can make it. But, you know, also there was one longer break in college, which was, I think the most serious one, um, because it was the one that we you know, I think she went off and kind of figured out who she was, and I went off and figured out what my priorities were. Uh and once we saw each other again, it, it was just it was more serious now. You know, it's, it's no longer middle school. You know, it's like yeah. What, yeah. what are your dreams and what are you pursuing and what are your goals and how can I help you do that? And you know, vice versa.
4: Yeah, okay. right. un poquito de the Mayans. How many seasons now for Mayans?
5: Uh, we're going into season four. Empezamos, uh, creo que empezamos la el, I want to say like mid-November.
4: Okay. Y te encanta.
5: Me encanta. After doing,
4: uh, after doing procedurals, you know, how, uh, how, do you, how do you compare, you know, uh, doing a procedural, you've done several of them from many, many seasons, right? And then jumping into material that is completely different.
5: You know, I think that's, that's the dream, you know, when you pursue uh, a long career in acting, you know, when, when you want to challenge yourself is to, you know, try not to repeat yourself. Um, and, you know, that, that was a lot of the, uh, the challenge for me going from cold case to SBU. You know, I, I felt like, do I really want to play a detective? You know, I'd, I'd done seven years of cold case. Yeah. And do I really want to pursue that again um, in the same kind of tone, which is, you know, one of the biggest reasons why I didn't do another seven years on Law and Order? You know, it was it was time. Uh, and I think, you know, the character had kind of wrapped himself up too, uh, in terms of Amaro on SVU uh, to pursue something different. Um, that being said, I think the storytelling on procedurals can be incredibly strong and and interesting and thoughtful and I'm so grateful for the time that I spent on procedurals. Um and and you know, like you said, to to experience a different kind of storytelling. Uh perhaps something that's a little bit more character driven rather than plot driven. Uh is challenging and, and it's not, it's not a matter of, of taste as much as it was for me, a matter of, you know, interest. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was, I was interested in, in maybe uh, challenging myself with a darker character, a character mm-hmm. who was maybe a perhaps a little bit more gritty, maybe more difficult for me to connect to, uh, to play somebody, you know, the head of a cartel uh, and try to make that authentic and, Three dimensional and not a stereotype. Uh, That was the challenge, and uh, given the creatives who were involved and the writing involved, I thought this might be the right way to do it.
4: Wow, you're doing fabulous! I'm so proud of you. You know, like what? What you've you've had a great career. Thank you. You know, you started so young and you've done it all. You know, you're doing TV, you're doing movies, you're doing different kinds of of roles. Always solid. Thank Always you. disciplined. You know, when you when you ask anybody about Danny Pino, people within the industry, everybody just has have, have nothing but love and respect. You know, Thank like you. Danny Pino is like a clean career. <laughs> but yeah, me gusta. One of the, the, the
3: good guys. One of the
4: good yeah, guys. Yeah, you know? un tipo, the guy. Class act. You know what I mean? No, nadie tiene nada, ninguna mierda que decir. Todo el mundo, Danny Pino, Danny Pino es clase aparte. Not clase aparte. I love it, I love it. Thank um, you so much for joining us, man. Te deseamos lo mejor con la peli. September twenty-fourth. Dile el nombre de la película. Cambiense todo la lengua. Say the name of the movie. Dear cause... Evan Hansen. Evan Hansen.
3: Hansen. Dear Hansen. Hansen.
4: <laughs> dear Evan Hansen. You got it. You de- nailed it. You Divya nailed it. You can't change uh, the accent.
3: No. You nailed oh it. God, I'm
4: like, you, you say the name of the movie. Anyways, thank you so much, Dani. Bendiciones. Igualmente. Que la prosperidad continúa en tu vida
5: por siempre. Muchísimas gracias igualmente. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for the yeah. interest. And in dear Evan Hansen, it's going to be uh, a beautiful, beautiful film. Yeah, uh, and it has such uh, an impactful message. And like you said, I feel incredibly blessed to be a part of it and, uh, and to be a part of your podcast.
0: So thank you. Well,
4: thank you. Gracias, amor. Buen día. So, right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, you like yeah, year,
3: yeah, right? we, we met once uh, at an event. I don't remember which, maybe a Magna Awards or something. Um, we had some drinks at the bar, hung out. It was great. I don't, he's he's again a class act, as you put it. Like there's never. I love rooting for people in our business or not. They're just good people. Good people. Yes. I want them to succeed. You know, and, and he's clearly doing that, and not just in his career, but in his love life. You know, his life. He's been with his wife since thirty
4: something years together, with two kids in high well, 20 years I Remember married. when those kids were? Babies,
3: that's
4: crazy. Yeah. Crazy. they were all basically neighbors. We live so close. Yeah, we actually do. you know, we are at his you can walk. Like he lives like Danny, baby en la quina and yeah. el condo that Eric um has and his mom lives here now, but um Eric bought this many years ago. Danny lives in this stunning house right around the corner.
2: Yeah.
3: I'm um, loving I'm loving the guests we're having this season. It's it's been really um really solid insightful guests. conversation, yeah, and all all so great different, about the yeah. all very different. Yeah. So it's a, it's been a joy.
4: Are you going to fight the, the medium, psychic lady? Oh, I think we
3: have to. I think we have to get... I, have to find I wanted to, to ask Danny if, if he ever went
4: to a medium or a psychic world. He believes
3: in that. I, yeah. think, I think he's going to say... Well, he's Cuban. He's going to say, yeah,
4: for sure. Wow. <laughs> to all the Cubans out there. No, porque una una baila cultural. you know. I don't know. No, I think we have to get around. That's
3: going to be an episode that comes up for sure.
4: Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, did you promise me the next time around? You know, it, it's interesting because we had last week, we had Eugenio talking about um, how he make, makes it work, the relationship. You know, his wife is also an actress and singer. Uh, i hear about also. a
3: lot of supportive wives,
4: yeah. I know, just like me. It makes me <laughs> feel so good. I, I listen to these stories and I just go, I'm right, it's right on for Ross.
3: Wow, she is just staying
4: home, not totally working, staying home. Taking a step with back
3: him. and letting me fly, letting me spread my wings and go.
4: I am the wind beneath
3: your wings. Oh yes, you are
4: totally. Uh,
3: And then all of a sudden the wind drops because she's oh wait I I, 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 I gotta I gotta go take this drop over here. And then I'm like, flapping my wings super hard trying to stay back up. Oh wait hold on hold on where are you going? Oh you going out of the country again? Okay hold on let me keep. And she comes back in and she goes, go fly. Oh wait I'm gonna leave again. And then you fly (laughs)
4: and then you're flying.
3: Like
4: an eagle. As long as you're out of bed. Como un pajarito como una cotorra como un Oh, my goodness. Anyways, this was beautiful. Thank you guys for listening. If you have any questions, any comments, you can always email us at
3: Iser Yandijo at iheartradio.com
4: <laughs> no tenemos, I don't have the address here in front of us. Oh no, escriben por por aquí está. You can
3: email us at,
4: er, er, <laughs> at iheartradio.com uh, You Rob can email Richard.
3: us at, at Eric and Roz at
4: iheartradio.com sure that's the email. yes that's correct or you that's
3: can go to DM DM. Or DM, 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 DM the
4: Instagram page the Instagram page said ella dijo you know we actually have some people that, that and I forgot to tell you this we have some requests to of, work of work topics. Questions. yeah
3: we need some questions yeah we actually.
4: have but I, I, I keep forgetting so don't don't, feel like we're not um reading or ignoring she's so busy. we are I'm just very so busy I'm so busy I'm so busy but we are going to address uh, questions and concerns and and Yes, observations not observations from our audience thank you for listening guys we love you so much uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode of He Said Ella Dijo bye love
3: you exactly. love you thanks for listening don't forget to write us a review and tell us what you think
4: if you want to follow us on Instagram check us out at He Said Ella Dijo or send us an email Ross at iheartradio.com He Said Ella Dijo is part of iHeartRadio's Radio's
0: My Cultura Podcast Network
3: see you next time bye